Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review. Sorry it has been so long, but during the uh, pandemic lockdown, the neighborhood got a lot louder. <laughs> Not blaming anybody in particular, but with all more families in the streets and the kids and the dogs and everything it was just was not quiet enough to do this kind of thing so so i took some time off from doing it but i have a stack of blu-rays and 4ks and other things over here that i need to review so we're getting back into the podcast routine so welcome and now you have some things to listen to so what we're going to talk about today is ip man 4 now, I grew up on martial arts movies. Uh, for those of you that might be a bit younger, in the 70s, everything was a martial arts movie. I mean, it, it, it just permeated culture like you have no idea. With the help of Bruce Lee being on TV and the Kung Fu TV show, it was just, it became a thing. And the Wyckoffskis brought it back with The Matrix, and Jet Li brought it back. And, and you know, and now it, martial arts in a movie, especially martial arts movies in general are much more accepted than they were then it was they were always b movies back then these days to to see a big budget martial arts movie is not something very strange they have made four of these Ip Man movies. Uh, Wilson Yip has directed all four of these movies, along with many, many other uh, uh, martial arts films. Uh, Donnie Yen is back as Ip Man. And if you don't know who Ip Man is, you should probably just check out of this review right now and go back and watch the first movie. And I will go ahead and get one minor review out of the way. This is better than the third one, but not quite as good as the first two. The first two Ip Man movies seem to be more grounded in reality, following closer to what really happened in the guy's life. Ip Man was a martial arts teacher who eventually went on to teach Bruce Lee, and that's how he became, I mean, he was famous for many other things, but obviously with Bruce Lee breaking through the public consciousness the way he did, everything that was part of his life followed with that and became bigger and grander than it had been. So... Over the years, many, many, many Ip Man movies have been made, and some are very much fables and superhero stories. Others are very grounded and realistic, and there's a lot of them you can go rent, stream, watch, whatever. But Donnie Yen's particular brand of Ip Man movies, there have been four of them. And I really love the first two, especially the first one. First one feels like a real movie, film any historical document type of art about a real person. They, they stuck very close to the real story. Second one, pretty much the same. The third one seemed to become more cartoony. And, and let's, let's throw some of reality out the window and bring in Mike Tyson and have some wild fights. And it was still a very entertaining movie, but didn't hold a candle to the first two Ip Man movies. And I don't know that I really needed a fourth one. But the, the previews looked good. It was supposed to come out at Christmas. It never played within an hour of me. I was going to go see this in the theater because of my AMC deal. I can go see anywhere. And I would have had to literally drive to South South Miami, which is well over an hour here, to get to a showing of the movie. So I waited. And it turns out that Wellgo, the company has, that has released all of the Ip Man movies on Blu-ray, DVD, and now 4K, uh, this is the first Ip Man movie to be on 4K, and I think it's about the third or fourth Wellgo release, and if I'm not mistaken, it is the first one that has HDR. Their first 4K release of a, of a popular movie. This movie did get quite popular, by the way. It was a $52 million budget, which is huge for a Hong Kong martial arts movie. And it went on to make almost $200 million. 
So there may actually be an Ip Man 5, even though no spoilers because this is based on a true story, but the guy does die at the end. <laughs> this is the finale. This is supposed to be the last movie. They don't actually show that. They do show a tribute to him. But there's still some time that's not covered by these four movies that they still could make something else. And I'm sure Donnie Yen would want to come back. I'm a huge Donnie Yen fan as an actor. I think he's he's a guy who plays martial arts roles, but also can play dramatic roles. I think he's not just a martial arts actor. He's not just a Bruce Lee. He is a really great actor, and he seems like a really genuine, nice guy. Uh, I follow him on social media. He tends to handle his own affairs. He's just He seems like a pretty cool guy. And his his take on Ip Man has been very, uh, wow, mythological in stature. He's just a guy you want to like, respect, even though he may not take the easiest path, you know he's on the right path. And, and I, the, there's been something about these movies that made them special. And obviously the fight choreography by Yoon Woo Ping, <laughs> who we all know from the Matrix movies and many, many other movies since, um, it does all the fight choreography. So the, the every single fight in an Ip Man movie is, is something to watch. It's a work of art in itself. They also bring in Scott Atkins as a, a, I don't want to call him a bad guy. He's just a character. But he's a well-known martial artist who probably plays more bad guys than good guys in, in a lot of B-movie martial arts movies. He was also one of the bad guy wizards in Doctor Strange, the big Marvel movie. So there you go. Uh yeah, I want to be. <laughs> He's the big fight scene in the operating room that Doctor Strange has. Anyway, I digress. Uh, if you like martial arts movies, you really like this movie. It didn't have as many fight scenes as I expected, but each one was jaw-droppingly choreographed, executed, and filmed. It's just they've got this down to a science, and it's not the old uh, wire work chop sake stuff we grew up on this is it really the styles that they use is important that there, there is if you want to watch as an action movie obviously yes but if you're somebody who appreciates these movies the styles they use has is part of the story you know the 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 martial arts the moves the mix of things the how it all comes together is is just as meaningful as it just looks great and it's pretty and that kind of thing so if you like martial arts movies and specifically Ip Man movies Ip Man 4 is better than the third one this is a return to it's almost as good as the second one. So I understand now that it's out there. And the 4K is great, by the way. The HDR had some great colors. Um, it's a nice, tight, well-filmed movie. It looks great through the whole thing. Uh, it takes place... Uh, you know, during the 60s and 70s, so it the time period is represented very well. It, it really does look great, sounds great. It's got a very active uh, Cantonese soundtrack. You can also choose Mandarin. I believe there was a dubbed on there. I tend to watch things subtitled because, well, let's say in martial arts movies, there's not always a whole lot of talking. But overall... This was better than the third one, and if it's the one they go out on, they can be proud of it. It was it was a good movie. I will still go back and watch the first two before I would watch this one, but this one also being the only one I own in 4K, which means it's also one of the only martial arts movies I own in 4K, other than Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and uh, one or two others. Um, this will be a go-to movie uh, for a while. It was... it. Like I said, if you like Ip Band movies, you'll like this one and you'll be glad it ends this way. It's better than the third one, but not quite as good as the first one or second one. And how could it be?
I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Hope I didn't ramble too bit. I'm, I'm a little out of practice from doing these things, but I literally have a stack of Blu-rays and 4Ks and a video game or two and a couple other things over here I want to talk about in upcoming podcasts. And today was a rainy day, so it's quiet in the neighborhood, and I could record all so far eight minutes and 18 seconds of this uninterrupted with no dogs barking or whatever. Yep, they're still sleeping, not even snoring right now. I got lucky. So anyway, thanks for downloading, streaming, however you're listening to this. Please subscribe. Check out the Patreon page because during this month, I've been doing a lot of research on some other things I want to do. As things get back to normal, it's going to take a while. And so I believe that all content providers, whether you're radio stations or you're an artist or you're a YouTuber or a Twitch, you know, whatever, I think we all need to start putting out a lot of content because people are at home and there's only so much Netflix you can watch. And there's other things. And if we can talk about stuff, if I could do some live podcasts, I really want to do that. So that would be something like where I would be talking live and you would be listening to this just like a podcast, but it would be live. And then you could ask questions like on Twitter or Facebook and I would see your questions and say, you know, Bob asked, what did I think about this It Man movie? And then I could talk about it. And we kind of have a, a real-time interaction type thing, which would be fun because calling on the phone, you know, in a podcast situation is not easy. But a live podcast would be fun. So I'm planning one of those very near future. Uh, stay close and keep following and I will let you know when that's going to happen. I will try and pick a time where we can all get together and listen. I think it would be a lot of fun. So anyway, I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Links to everything are there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.